Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in, and thank you for sticking with us this hunting season. We hadn't been doing our three episodes a week. Been quite chaotic. We have done three, but just one of them has been a football podcast. Correct. Correct. But, a lot um, of long, long days at the Big Honker. We appreciate you sticking with us. It is almost the end of hunting season. What do they want, Jeff? Mossberg shotgun. That's right. You can get a Mossberg. We have been shooting... The Mossberg 940 all season. Great shooting gun. It handles the sand. I have said for years, if you want to torture test your product, come out here, put it in the sand, and see how it does. And so far, Mossberg has done very, very well. We are excited to be a part of them, so you need to go check them out at Mossberg. If you see them at your local uh, sporting goods store, Academy, or Bass Pro, Cabela's, Shields, wherever the hell you shop at, Check it out. It's good looking. It's a good shooting shotgun. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells, all made in America. Copper plated bismuth. It is the way to go. Uh, it only takes one. And I'm telling you what, they've changed the game. And we are very, very excited uh, to be a part of their team. They're great people over there at Michigan, up there at Michigan, and they make a great product. Uh, Copper plated bismuth. Can't wait to see what's coming out next for the boys at Boss. Yep, they are constantly re-engineering their shotgun shells. Uh, Brandon and them, they have figured out how to make the 3.5 blend just a little bit more effective. So that'll be fun to shoot here in the coming months. Check them out, BossShotShells.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. The end of hunting season is here. We're packing away trailers more and more every day. It has never been easier than it is right now that we have been running Dive Bomb Industries. Everything is in its bags. You just clean out your trailer, and then all the bags just they store up nice and neat. Pretty simple. It's effective, and it kills birds. What else can you ask for? Check them out, Dive Bomb Industries, and they just released the dates for Squad Fest Part Three. So go check go check that out on their uh, website. Also, we're brought to you by Pacific Calls. They have made the BA Lesser Call. It is my favorite. It is a screamer. But uh, it's also got a very, very nasty low end on it. So if you are in the market for another goose call, go check them out at PacificCustomCalls.com. And they still have the best duck call that's on the market in the PCD. I love it. Uh, blew on it all day today. And it is, it's great. It's got enough rasp in it that uh, fits, fits my liking. So PacificCustomCalls.com. Also, we're brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Take care of that four-legged hunting buddy of yours. Uh, get the field trauma kit, Keep the it quick, in your truck. quick release system, the watering kit. Lou got dehydrated. I haven't been giving him enough water. So now I make sure that every morning I have the uh, gun dog water bottle with me. Um, it's a nice little nifty little gadget uh, that I keep with me to make sure that he stays hydrated. So um, take care of your hunting buddy. He saves you a lot of hunting. He saves you a lot of steps every single year. So the least you can do is get him some cool stuff to go along with you every day gundogoutdoors.com also we're brought to you by shin gear waiters they are not just a waiter company anymore they have jackets and a super secret product that i have been torture testing all year long that i think everybody's going to be very very excited about uh so more details on that to come but you know that to say it's bib i can't say what it is um but they do have jackets out right now that are really really nice uh waterproof and not just a waiter company anymore, Jeff. They're they're growing and evolving. So that's really, really exciting to see. Check them out at shingear.com. 
Uh, and the rubber boots are very, very nice too. So they got all sorts of stuff. Go check it out. See what you need. Shingear.com. It's all great. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. Best spinners on the market and best A-frames that are on the market. The Lucky Duck 2x4 blind. It is uh, fits four grown men. Holds grass well. Uh, all of the above. Get the tops if you're hunting cranes. You're going to need them. And spinners are out of this world. They can all sync up to a remote. Waterproof. What else could you? What what else do you want, Jeff? They've got a swimmer, they've got it all. Check them out, LuckyDuck.com. And the best blinds in the market. We are proudly brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. We just had Logan and Rebel out. Great guys. You can go to Patreon, type in Looking Glass Podcast, donate to their Patreon account, and you'll get their entire library of debauchery. So um, they're great people, hilarious, um, and it is a fun podcast to listen to. So. Go to Patreon right now. Check them out. You won't be disappointed. Also, we're brought to you by the HuntProof app. Uh, it is a digital way of logging your hunts, and you can have them forever. You can log how many birds you killed, uh, weather, upload pictures. It's a great little uh, reminder. You can always show your little grandchildren uh, how you used to lay the hammer down a long time ago. So... Go to the HuntProof app and set up an account today. It's great. We're also brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialty. Uh, if you have a product in mind that you think could revolutionize the waterfowl world, send them a mock-up of it and they can build it right there in Mississippi. So uh, good people there at Alpha Outdoor Specialties and go check them out. Also, we're brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. Brandon is a go-getter. He is a recording music artists along with the other bunch of other hats that he wears and he makes a great taste in whiskey. You can find it uh, all over the place. Now, if it's not in your local uh, liquor store, you can get it online. Several different places you can get it online. So go check it out at bangtailwhiskey.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the way we start our day out here every single day. The Missouri Boat Ride Blend it's, uh, it's my go-to of choice, and it gets us properly fueled for our morning. DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Uh, they've also got cool-looking swag, everything that you can imagine. It's how we start our day out here every single day at the Big Hawker Lodge. We're also brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. We are proud to be associated with them. They have put ducks back into the skies by the millions. What a better organization to... Uh, there would be no ducks without Ducks Unlimited tie yourself to. So uh, if there is a Ducks Unlimited program anywhere in your area, I would highly uh, would highly advise you to get involved in any way that you can. All the money goes right back into the duck habitats and we get to hunt them in the fall. So great organization, Ducks Unlimited. We're also brought to you by Double T British Kennels. Corey has got a great little bloodline there. Cool little British labs. We've hunted over them all winter long and they haven't missed a beat. So if you're in the market for a new puppy, started dog, finished dog, or maybe you've got a stubborn dog that you need a little bit of training, get a hold of Corey at Double T British Kennels, and he'll be happy to help you out. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. If you need dates, call now. Pig hunting. I've got some hog hunting dates left. <laughs> Unguided hog hunts come in on Thursday, leave on Sunday. $600, kill three pigs per person with lodging. I've got, I can do a group up to 12 people. We can do, we do bachelor parties. We do private groups all the time. You're the only people here at the lodge. If you're interested in them, I've got some dates left still for late April. And I think I've got one date left, one weekend left in March. Anyways, holler us if you want an unguided hog hunt. Thank you for listening to us. God bless y'all and have a great week.
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this episode we are joined by what could be the Donner, makings of the Donner Party. Josh Stoner, Lawson King, Blake Poppy, they all left Texas on Monday, headed to the great state of Nebraska to shoot ducks and geese, and then a blizzard set in. So everybody is snowbound, stuck at home, and uh, listen, we got boots on the ground. We're talking, talking to those that have been shut in, and it's pretty entertaining. So hope you enjoy this episode. Here we go. Enough of this silliness. Staying wild. Staying wild. Beer bottle there. Eight Turn. morning. Crap <laughs> house. There we go. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Hunt Proof App. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world famous Andy Shaver. That's right. You got to go get your Hunt Proof App set up. There's a free version, there's a paid version. Choose which fits your budget. Do the paid version. It's not that much. We have some snow bunnies with us today. Last seen leaving Texas, baby. Lawson's covered up. He's got a blanket <laughs> <cold>. on. <laughs> they didn't turn the heat on? <laughs> what are we doing here? Why are we covered up? What kind of fucking blanket is Stoner's that? Is that got, Stoner's got his short sleeve t-shirts and just chilling. Lawson's got a hoodie, a power hoodie on under there, and a blanket. Lawson's being hostage. No. Yeah, I'm being held against my will. Yeah. <laughs> Five inches and I got 17. <laughs> Sounds like a porn star. So how long are you going to be there for, Lawson? You Lawson stand? was told there would be there would be shooting. There would be ducks. <laughs> I should have been like, hey, Lawson, do you want to come up to Nebraska and hang out and watch it snow for two days? <laughs> I probably ask, but I don't think, I don't see us getting out of this driveway for... Yeah, at least two days. There's not. I just looked at y'all's weather. It's not even supposed to be above 25 for the next 10 days. Listen, Jeff, we're working on a loader. I understand that. How the fuck are you going to get home, Lawson? We're taking it day by day. We're watching, looking at you now, Andy. I understand. Jeff. Okay. Better, what? better. Alex was saying that Ricky was going to leave last night. Yeah, yeah I mean, I that, that was his plan, wasn't it? Yeah, it was his plan, but I think they're leaving this morning because I think if you go south like an hour, you're, you'll be out of it. I can promise you if you go south nine hours, you're out of it for sure. So, Blake, <laughs> I heard you're a big snow shovel guy now. <laughs> I am. I, I heard you're into snow shoveling now. Pretty much. Y'all having to shovel everywhere y'all go? Yeah, at the very least. So you had to drive the guy from the deli to the, you had to drive the deli guy to his truck. Yeah, the new guy that or the guy that just bought the gas station in town. He he couldn't get out of his driveway. He needed to go to work, so I picked him up and took so you, him there. And so you're like him off. you're like the snowplow guy for the whole town. How can yeah. you can get along around and nobody else can? This is what I don't understand. Like Blake was out cruising the back roads today, looking at sending Snapchats of all of the snow, and you got poor Lawson. 
who's never seen this much snow total in his entire life. And he's stuck. He's stuck. I don't understand this. So we got highways. I live in town. Oh, okay. Boston Stoner about a mile, two miles off the highway, and you can't get off the highway. <laughs> so they're just stuck. I mean, they could starve to death and start having to eat each other like the Donners. How far are we away from cannibalism? I want to talk to Base Camp now. <clears throat> Listen, how far? Blake, how far are we away Blake, from cannibalism? Blake bought enough pork back in the summertime. We could live for a while. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so what do y'all have to eat? Uh, very good. Oatmeal. Bacon, oatmeal. There's some Captain Crunch in there. Uh, <laughs> Butterfield pretzels and some candy. Also's got I mean, so this ain't like getting stranded at my house where Shell's got a house full of groceries. You're at a bachelor pad. Yeah, I remember I them. Like last night, and he said, "I hate living in the country. I ain't got no fucking groceries." <laughs> Should have planned. Even my girlfriend was like, well, you guys didn't go like get groceries and stuff. I was like, no, we were trying to go duck hunting. Yeah. And, I mean, to be fair, y'all were only y'all were only supposed to get six or seven inches, right? Like, not 18. Correct. Three to five when we left Texas. Three to five. <laughs> so when we you, went this, to, this is we the went, most I've ever seen here. We went to Walmart the other night, and the lines were like, Three times what you would think when you're in a Ogallala Walmart. Mm-hmm. Kind of laughed when we walked in. We're like, "Look at all these people! They're they're stocking the shelves, <laughs> ready for this winter store." And that sign, you should have looked at each other and went, "Fuck, maybe we should get some groceries." <laughs> Look at all these assholes preparing. You know what we went to Walmart for? Fucking nicotine. Uh, memory card for Ricky for his GoPro because he didn't bring one, and look for white snow spray. And we can put on the blinds to hunt. And that was what that that was what was on the uh, agenda that, that day. I bet y'all wish y'all had bought some not eggs, bacon, milk, some blue juice. box macaroni and cheese would be really good, wouldn't it? I got I got a sixteenth of a brisk iced tea left, and that's about it. So let me ask you this: because everybody is like nicotine fiends, are we doing okay with chew and t- and pods? And I mean, have we got our nicotine? I got plenty of pods in the truck. We They're stocked there. up. That was on the grocery list okay. at Walmart. <laughs> okay. So we've got our nicotine taken care of, and we can eat bacon. Seriously, just give me a rundown of your groceries in the house. What do y'all have to live on for the next three days? Jeff's worried about food. Um, well, we, got a, we got drinks. I'm not. Got I'm talking about eating. Um, what else we got? Tito's. Beer. <laughs> uh, a lot of corn. <laughs> Some Walmart brand maple brown sugar oatmeal, <laughs> and a lot of Blake's bacon, and a lot of Blake's bacon. But you, you, you can live on you're bacon. Good, you're good, and you can make it two weeks without eating. So I mean, as long as you got liquid, you're fine. It was so cold last night when Alex was making dinner on the smoker. The smoker wouldn't get above what 300 degrees. 320. Was that was it. Good. What's the temperature right now? I know we got a lot of snow. Hey. Oh, I just looked a minute ago. What did it get down to last night? Like, what was the low? Oh, I bet the. I mean, I bet the wind chill was zero. I think the, I think the real feel was zero or one. Yeah, it's the real feel right now is one. It's sixteen degrees there with the real feel of one. <laughs> That's why Lawson had a blanket on earlier. Yeah, 
So I will say the cold up here is not nothing compared to the cold in West Texas. That is true. We would be struggling if it was a Texas cold. Oh, really? It's it's uh, what is it? A drier cold or what? No, I think the humidity is like a hundred percent right now. So it's it's a wet cold. It's the dry cold here that gets you. Oh yeah, I got you. That's so so as gets you, um, Lawson. Tell me, so so the first day we're goose hunting, and you know we all know you're a, you're a, you're a duck purist. So, uh, you know, first day you're kind of taking on the channel, like all right, I'll go with these goose hunters and whatever. Where where were you emotionally when the truck started getting buried yesterday? Like, at what point did you realize you were not going to shoot a duck yesterday? Uh, it was pretty low uh, because the field that we're going to probably had about five thousand dollars in it. So. I was doing everything. I was shoveling snow as fast as I could to get this truck. <laughs> Can we walk? Can we get there walking? Yeah. <laughs> Can we take the tractor? We can just throw up, you know, in the loader. We can throw up a bunch of dug decoys and then A-frame. All out there. I'll walk. <laughs> how far? How far did y'all? How close were y'all to the duck spot yesterday? Mm, <laughs> we didn't make it very far. <laughs> You remember Blake a couple of weeks ago when uh, Alex's dumbass got the tractor stuck there and was stuck till you come home at Christmas, and you said, "I just can't believe they couldn't get this shit undone." And now you got shit strung all over the county. Well, I really thought I was coming up here. I thought this was going to be a pretty high class operation. You know, you know, Alex would have had the roads cleared out, ready for me, and all that, and it, it was not. You should have stayed with well, Blake and Emily, and you could at least eat. <laughs> so Blake, are you going to go duck hunting today? That's the question to ask. Yeah, I was thinking about going up there and shooting him and sending pictures of Lawson. <laughs> walk is to the highway two miles. Yeah, uh, yeah, you could walk there. I'll pick you up. Um, so you could get groceries then if y'all walk two miles, then Blake can pick you up. Y'all not have a four wheeler or something up there that'll get around? Yeah, touchy subject. That's about fifteen miles from town. Okay, what's the subject on this four wheeler? There's got to be a there's a story here. All of our snow equipment vehicles are 15 miles the other way at my shop. Oh, can so, you get to the so shop? This, this goes back to the preparation thing. Yes, preparation yeah. is key. Yes, well, yes. Alex told Blake's hired hand to bring the tractor with the loader bucket back to the house just because we were going to get snow, but. I guess he needed it for work-related stuff at the farm, so he took it back out to the shop and left it there and didn't bring it back. So, so Alex on. is putting the blame on him, which I agree with him. Well, he Al still brought it back. The chain of command at Poppy Farms is kind of amazing because <laughs> everything revolts around uh, revolves around Alex. I've noticed. Mm -hmm. Yep. And everything every time that's fucked up does. Bingo. That's kind of what I was getting at, Blake. I didn't want to be that kind of person, but it seems like every time <laughs> something's fucked up, Alex's name is in the front of it. <laughs> right when everything's running smooth you can look at the forefront it's usually my smiling face yes i've noticed <laughs> that myself so. a little preparation would have been great you know we didn't have a lot we came back from texas monday and we were hunting tuesday and hunted all day and went to the bar and won a bunch of money on keno mm -hmm. so we didn't really have time to prep for this snowstorm so <laughs> alex should have been the one to prep for it he, he really should have been because like he saw this building he he knew he got the text message that hey everybody's coming up there it's going to be this big big time like let's have some stuff in place so who won the right. keno money 
Stoner nine. How much y'all win? Twelve hundred a piece. No shit. Wow. Damn. Dino was paying that day. Yeah. I hit for twelve hundred, and then about twenty minutes later, Blake hit for twelve hundred. So you and Blake yep. bought all the bicker beer that night for everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lawson, how did how did you do it, uh, Kino? He lost twenty four hundred. I don't know what I was. I, I don't know what I put in, but I won twenty bucks. <laughs> so Lawson you, comes back with his first ticket, and I go, "What numbers you pick?" He goes, "My favorite number. My favorite number times two. Jackie Robinson's number, <laughs> and then he picks something else." And I'm like, "What the fuck? That's so random." <laughs> Do you have numbers you play all the time, Blake, or is it just random numbers, quick picks? Yeah, I play the same numbers. I have some pretty good numbers that usually usually hit, so I stick with them. Well, there you go. <laughs> what about you, Stoney? Uh, there's usually one set of numbers I play on. Oh, no. What happened? We lost. Oh, John. The banker's calling me. Uh-oh. Ignore that. Yeah, you're snowed, yeah, you're snowed in. It's a federal holiday. <clears throat> um. <laughs> so Lawson just had a uh, he just had a bad he did win at Keno didn't get to shoot a, a, a duck. We'll get to the ducks tomorrow. Oh, you're staying, Lawson? He ain't, can't go. Oh, Where the true. fuck's he gonna go to? <laughs> Look, he's stuck there for two or three more days. We might see him in March. <laughs> what are we are we in the clear here? There's no more uh, snowstorms coming in the next week. Uh, it's supposed to snow Saturday, but uh, it's only like two inches. So. Yeah, that means eight. <laughs> Could you imagine, Lawson, if you get stuck up there for like five weeks? <laughs> It'd be tough. <laughs> what? You'd be sick of bacon. <laughs> what? So let's just say that they are low again, and you do get another six to eight inches on Saturday. What okay. is that just going to put you right back to square one, or can it not get any worse than it already is? It can't get worse than it. I mean, it can get. I guess I shouldn't say that. Yeah, that's what they said <laughs> when it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. So it's going to stop. That's what right. the Donner Party said yeah. whenever it started snowing. Like, ah, it'll let up. Look at that old fucker building a boat over there. That sure is stupid. As long as these drifts are cleared out and we get six, eight inches again, that's usually okay. It's when the shit starts drifting on country roads that makes it bad. So, yeah. how far yesterday? Because I got the snaps and it looked epic. Um, how far did y'all make it once you, like, whenever you turned out of town? Like, I don't know where this we place... On the highway. We made it 15 miles north, but as soon as we got off the off the pavement, that's when shit turned south. How well, far did you make it off the pavement? Maybe a mile. Blake, uh, Blake uh, Allen, Poppy, you're too smart for this. 200 <laughs> yards, Stoner says? Yeah, it wasn't far. But it seemed like a mile. Well, where we fucked up was saying, oh, we're not going to go north and go through town. It's going to be a nightmare up there. We'll just cut off here and try our chances. But yeah, that failed miserably. The uh, the great ca- Perkins County, they really do not have duck hunting as one of their agendas, is it, for y'all clearing off the roads? I don't think snow removal is their agenda. <laughs> They're cold also. They don't want to be out in this shit. They don't want to be out in that shit. <laughs> I bet they watch and they thought, look at them fuckers right there fucking with that poor kid from Texas. They're just going to get his ass <laughs> stranded up there. <laughs> All the fucking snow plows driving by on the highway could see us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that even makes it better. <laughs> they I'm just... sure they look. It's like, why do they got that fucking 20-foot trailer behind that truck trying to go through this shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all took a double <laughs> axle? Yep. Oh, but, fuck, Blake. Do what? That was our 
What'd you say? That that is that was our issue. Was pulling that trailer in that snow. It was no good. Well, what about the other three pickups that were stuck? There's well, kind of trailer unstrapped. You oh. could get them out pretty easy, but that trailer just like a fucking parachute, you know. So whose trucks are stuck out there? Nobody's now. We got them all out. You got the tractor. Man. Alex's is stuck at the end of the driveway, and mine's stuck in the middle of the field next to the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you remember when it rained a bunch, Blake, and we were like, "Hey, let's ditch this double axle at my at my house and just take what we need." Yeah. Why did that? Why did we not think of that on this well, trip? I thought about that at when we were stuck. <laughs> <laughs> What was bad is I was on that hunt too. So there's two of us <laughs> on that hunt. That had already seen, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, let's ditch this trailer and just take the bare minimum. This is not looking good About for our Nebraska video. operation for next year when it comes to logistics and bad weather. That's what Ricky said when he got the video. He's like, or Lawson said it. He goes, who the fuck's going to watch that and go, God, I can't wait to go hunting in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told Lawson. I text Lawson yesterday. I was like, well, is it everything that you dreamed? He's like, yeah, and more. He's like, man, this is really going <laughs> to. This this might really t- put a damper on uh, this Nebraska operation. We usually don't not say this, fun. but and I was like, yeah, you know what? On second thought, like I'll just not shoot as many birds and just go to Texas and right. enjoy the. I got a little sunburn yesterday. Max looks like the smartest one of all of y'all. He does. He mm. does. But what a, fuck. what a what a what a shit show. Um, midway, midway through, Andy, I thought, oh boy, the Shaver boys would be throwing a fit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we thought we had shit shows in texas this is even worse we're not even in the field <laughs> Very true. what is uh so seems to me like you're pit, you're passing up a business opportunity here to get in the plowing business yeah blake I, you got a tractor it's not like this well i'm in the plowing business now that i'm back from texas yeah yeah <laughs> but um if it snowed like this all the time, yeah, you can make big money just moving snow. So does Emily work today or is she off? She's working from home because we can't get out of the driveway. Well, I bet she's sick of you already. She is. Is she uh, now, is she doing like the typical government move and just kind of moving her mouse every once in a while while y'all, uh, you know, watch Game of Thrones or something? Or is she actually working today? She's actually working. She's on a teleconference. Are you bored yet, Blake? Yeah. I figured cabin fever has set in already. Yeah. <laughs> at least, he's, at least, he's been stuck one day in cabin fever's already, oh, you, already I've set I've been in. around him like that. Like, look at him picking at that beard and everything. Like, he's just itching. I want to hang out with my friend Stoner and Lawson, but I can't even see him. Can't even get to him. <laughs> this is, he can't have cabin fever yet because he can still drive around. He can look at all this. That's true. At least I'm not done that. Why don't you take the tractor with the front end loader and go clear them out of path? I can't get to my fucking tractor, Jeff. Well, I tell you what, your employees suck. I'd send that kid, make that kid walk and get it. That's 14 fucking miles. It, he'll, be, <laughs> he'll be in good shape. He'll, he'll die. How far was the tractor that y'all had to go get to pull the pickups out? Uh, we had to walk two, three hundred yards. Oh, that's not a friend. Right. That's, oh, that was a no, buddy's. It was a friend of mine's tractor yeah and it was an open cab tractor it did I not look fun yeah. he looked miserable <laughs> i was soaking wet <laughs> it looked like santa claus on the big night why didn't you have your shin gear jacket on bud well it was in the pickup i was just worried about getting pickups unstuck so we get to the ducks but i should have just stopped and put it on 
It would have t- taken you two minutes longer, bud. Why, are you, why aren't you wearing your waders? Oh, he's in the boat. I was in a hurry, so They're I just thought I'd jump in here without him. So <laughs> yeah. what? you don't have anybody close to you that's got a tractor you can use to go get our boys unstuck? I mean, were they not, not out there? No. I mean, I could. They're busy. I mean, everybody's moving snow around town. So well, what about the poor fuckers out in the country? Uh, they're fucked. Like if one of them had a heart attack, there's no way they could get to town to the hospital. That's no fucking right. way. Well, the, none are, of them, none of them took the injection. So are you be glad good. that Ricky is with your grandpa? Like, you know, he's at least got somebody there. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the good part about that. How many waffles do you think Ricky's ate by now? Probably 42. <laughs> oh, was, was, was he making waffles for him? Uh, yeah. Grandpa's like, you guys want breakfast? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> So Grandpa's just an open house for everybody? A bed and breakfast, yeah. <laughs> bed and breakfast. <laughs> it's Poppy's bed and breakfast. Not only has Blake... <laughs> poor, He's got poor Lawson in on this. Texas boy Lawson. We had a film crew up there. <laughs> the Arctic Expedition, Grant, Nebraska. When yeah, did- that's the shitty part about this whole deal. When did it start snowing? You left on Monday. You got there Monday yep. evening. Yep. Was it snowing as soon as like y'all got into this winter wonderland, or was that on Tuesday when y'all were goose hunting? It started. At, it started Tuesday at midnight, so Wednesday. And when we woke up yesterday morning, by when I got up at six o'clock, there was fucking ten, twelve inches of snow already. Hmm. And so we're like, well, it didn't snow that much, so we started heading out. Little did we know. Now, what is this going to do to the bird population, do you think? I'm I'm curious. The thing is, is that wind's going to blow, and it's not going to be actually 18 inches of snow on the ground. But I think them birds will hang out on the river for a day or two here and try to go find some feed. And I think they'll find some. We'll, we'll still keep some. I don't know, though. We'll see. Oof, this is something. What, uh... The what? thing is, is around here, there's a lot of cows sitting in the cornfield feeding, so they're already digging down to the, down to the <clears> corn. <throat> so most of the time, if you're going to go find ducks and geese, they're going to be with the cows. And y'all y'all had a feed set up that had about 5,000 birds on it? Yeah, we had a great week planned. We had a dry field duck hunt. We're going to burn their ass. And then we had, we we're going to go on two different spots on the Platte River and go hunt. Had it all planned up. Except for one key variable. Except for one key variable, getting there. Yeah. <laughs> so when we, y'all y'all will get to hunt Wednesday or fr- or Friday or Saturday then, right? Yeah, we'll be able to hunt tomorrow. You say that. What makes you think these boys here are going to be able to get out of the fucking cave? I'll have them out by one, two o'clock today. Oh yeah. How how are you going to do this? I just mentioned this, and he shut down every idea I had. Well, they're eventually, so it snowed all day yesterday, so it would make no sense to start moving snow. Well, the maintainers and shit are starting to get out on the roads and clear these country roads up, so we should be able to get to my tractor. So you've talked to the Perkins County people, and you're you're, you're set to have them out by 1 o'clock. Yes, we got connections. We're getting trying to get them to a sh- our shop. Andy, You're pulling I'm, strings. I'm betting you twenty dollars right now that at three o'clock today, them fuckers are still sitting around picking their fingernails, waiting on fucking somebody to bring them some food. <laughs> Other I'm, than bacon, I'm, I'm not taking that bet. Take that bet, okay. Andy. I'm not taking that bet. He's not. He's not taking it. I what love you, fuck? but like, I mean, everybody's stranded. Yeah. <laughs> so like, the KU basketball guy is not in their priority wheelhouse right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're paying our dues right now, Jeff. 
So tell me, y'all shot a band the first day. Tell me about this. Jesus, I don't even want to get to it. Lawson, Lawson, you have no, you you have no ties to this. Tell us about the band. Well, we're picking up, and about ten fly right at us, right at the blind. And Rick and his friend Jake are the only ones with guns, so they shoot two, and one happens to be banded. What well, was first off, we, we're picking up, we throw everything out, we're getting all the blinds cleared out. Blake and Alex are walking back to get to the trucks and the trailer. And then, yeah, like Glossa said, these birds came at us. Well, they skirted around us, and they're peeling out, you know, like 50, 60 yards. And Ricky just pulls the ultimate client move. I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to sh- shoot these birds. Yeah. And shit, he fucking, they knocked two out of it, and the one was banded. So Rick see, wasn't yeah. doing any work. No, hell no. <laughs> That's what I got out of that. He's standing around. He's one of them standing around motherfuckers while y'all are doing all the work, <laughs> keeping a shotgun yeah. handy. He didn't do any work after that. <laughs> he didn't do work after that. <laughs> he was filming. <laughs> filming. Right, he was fil- yeah, quote unquote filming. Like motherfucker, you just shot birds. You better start picking decoys up. There. You <laughs> some decoys now, motherfucker. <laughs> You're not the film guy anymore. You're the shooter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, like this bird was banded up in the sand hills. It was a fucking 11-year-old bird from Utah. Like, that's cool. Yeah. 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 So, what was it, 11 hours, like, straight west of y'all? Straight west. Yeah. You that's know, weird. You know, uh, Vern told me they're coming to Nebraska to hunt with us this year. And he's I like, said, boy, wait until you hear this podcast. Yeah. He goes, we're, we're staying with, we're going to stay with grandpa and have waffles. I was like, I don't know if he's running a full bread and breakfast up there. We were going to have a place for people to stay, but so is, <laughs> is grandpa's house going to be a bed and breakfast for our clients? It's it could be he's had a bed and breakfast for 12 years, probably 15 years. So, oh, this is a legitimate business then. Yeah. He's done it for years. Oh. How old is he? 90. I've never had a 90 year old person make me food ever <clears throat> that I know of. So does he enjoy? He loves, does, does he stay up and visit with them all the time? From the stairs, he can't get down the stairs anymore. So, <laughs> what, what did he ask Ricky and them? Like, do you guys know how to shovel snow? <laughs> do you know how to run a snow shovel? <laughs> you <know>? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, are the bedrooms are they down like in like a like a basement? Or you said he can't go down the stairs. Yeah, so he has he has his upstairs, then he has like a little mud room, and then it's the stairs going down to this basement that he rents out. So basically, you can go in and out without him even knowing. See, so. that would be where I would want to do because, like, I don't like love your grandpa and all that stuff, but I, I would I would not Plus, want to have to, you know, be up chores. his ass all the time. Yeah, because he's gonna put you to work if you're just sitting there not doing anything. Right. You you basically pay right. to uh, do all the honeydews around his house. Yeah. So hundred percent. Is there a maid that comes in and gets everything clean and ready before someone comes in, or are you the maid, Blake? No, he has a friend that does it for him. Mm. So what are that? What are Ricky and them doing? Just eating waffles, hanging out with your grandpa? I just had a missed call from him. I think they're getting ready to leave. So they can leave. Well, that makes you feel yeah. like a real dumbass, don't it, Lawson? Trapped up next. Have you seen these horror movies where shit like this happens, Lawson? Yeah, I'm keeping my eye on Alex right now. He's <laughs> yeah. wondering. <laughs> yeah, if he shows up in leather with a crop and fucking a ball gag, you better be careful. Be ready to run. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And don't let his girlfriend get on your ass because she's a killer. She's not like Blake. She shoots shit. That's right. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Has no idea what to do with this shit. He's fucking bored. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what to do with this shit. I've never seen this amount of snow in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> At least the power's still on for now. That no shit. I don't have the gear for this. I don't have the boots. I don't have anything. I, I'm a, I'm a standing around motherfucker when it comes to this kind of stuff. <laughs> so if you, you get if you, digging out the snow and I look over and he's got lace ups on, I go, oh. <laughs> oh fuck! At least he's not wearing his cowboy boots. So if you yeah, could, like if you Alex was. if you could get out right Take now, him. you would be fucking heading south. No, he's waiting for the duck shoot. Well, yeah, if, we, yeah, if we can get out, we're going to shoot ducks. Okay, that's what I Lawson's Lawson is committed. Like he's already fucked off two days up there. Like we're shooting ducks at this point. The real dick move would be for Blake to go duck hunting this afternoon without y'all. They're going to be out by this afternoon. Well, he says that, yeah. but I don't think so. How? I mean, how can we get to the field? Are the are those roads going to be clear? You think? Yeah, that's our next debacle. <laughs> Look at so, Lawson. So, so even if these guys get out, there's a chance that you still can't get to the field until Saturday or Sunday. Maybe not the fields, but we can get to the river. I'll shovel it. That's where I'm at right now. I'll, I'll be out there all night shoveling it, making the path. <laughs> so luckily, the one road that we can take, it's all pavement until about the last little stretch of it. Right. Can you even open your door? Have y'all shoveled y'all's door around it? Well, to the house? Yes. Well, the snow drifts have blown away from the door and kind of piled up in the middle of the yard. So y'all have got a path to the driveway then? Oh, yeah. Is Alex's <laughs> girlfriend there with y'all? Print, one footprint, one footprint. You just got to walk in the footprints on the way out there. <laughs> is Alex's girlfriend there with y'all or she's not there either? She'll be there. Cool. So it's just three hard dicks sitting in a house <laughs> together. Well, yeah. but it's easy on the hard part. Okay. <laughs> Three dicks sitting in a house. Hold it hard, Jeff. Yesterday, the third time I got stuck with my pickup in the trailer, I was buried so deep I had to crawl out my window. I couldn't get my door open. No way. <laughs> I bet that was a sight, especially after he put Logan in his window the other night here at the lodge. So do you go out Do you go out head first or feet first? I went feet first out. I crawled all around, <laughs> honked the horn twice. Fucking... <laughs> We're going to get to a help step, bro, I'm stuck situation. <laughs> help, I'm stuck in my window. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that is hard to go out feet first. So I can, oh, it's a pain in the ass to do it, though, I can imagine. Oh, it was terrible. And I got all fine, and then it hit my belly, and I got stuck. Oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> Fat guy and freezes to death in his window in Nebraska. <laughs> it's just fucking high centered teeter tottering. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. It was funny listening to Alex and Blake yell at each other for about two hours. When? <laughs> when we were trying to get all the trucks unstuck. Lawson said, God damn, you can't even tell the brothers. What were they what were they screaming at each other about? God damn it, Alex, I backed the trailer upright. <laughs> pulling on the trailer. Alex. That's the Tony and Jeff Stanfield method right there. I cannot I can relate to that one, Blake. He couldn't back up without getting the trailer all cockeyed, so I hooked the chain to the tractor up to the 
trailer and tried to pull him straight and he couldn't keep it fucking straight and he acted like I was a fucking idiot. Sounds <laughs> like goddamn hard. I'm pulling you. Keep it straight. The truck, the truck in the trailer just sliding across the road, just going back and forth. I about backed into my pickup four fucking times. Ooh. Then you would have seen Blake lose his shit. If he'd have fucking scratched that pickup. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I would have lost my shit. So I want to know, Stoner and Lawson, you both um, decided to head to Nebraska instead of uh, being with your significant other. Are they low-key happy that this misery has set upon y'all? Because I told her, I said, look, Rick's going up to film this week. We're going to do some filming. And then there's a couple buddies that are coming to hunt the beginning of next week. After that, assess the situation. I'll probably head home for my birthday. See if Jeff can book some other people, blah, 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 you know. Well, now it's kind of, it seems like we're just dicking around all week because we can't do shit. So it's like, <laughs> fuck, you could have came home then. Right. Right. Yeah. So she needs to work it on her sense of humor about this. Outside looking in. Monday morning quarterback. Lawson, what about your significant other? Well, tomorrow is her birthday. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you're snowed in in Nebraska. <laughs> Y'all are some amateurs, boy, I tell you. Well, I had a talk with Emily that before I came up there, and I said, hey, this is once-in-a-lifetime chance to hunt the Platte River with five inches of snow. And, Sno- yeah, you know, picturesque-type moment. Yes. Yeah. The shit you see on commercials. Right. Yeah. And I said, you know, your birthday's coming up, but if I was... <laughs> <laughs> Right. She's like, okay. And I was like, well, I'm just going to head north. And she said, all right, well, uh, just try to make it back as soon as you can. I said, all right. See you in February. And now we're here. But I got to imagine that both of them are kind of like, told them, I knew their asses should have come back here and spent time with mama instead of going to fucking Nebraska. I, I don't know Josh's girlfriend. I'll meet her in Mexico. I know Emily. Emily's pretty cool. I think Emily's probably pretty okay with it. No, they're both happy that this is that they're miserable, that they are not shooting ducks, that they're stuck in a house. Food is running low. Supplies are running low. They're, they're, they are relishing they're in not their misery. Sorry for them. Fuck no. Because if this was Jesse, she'd be like, hmm? get what you get. Told you. She was she was telling me last night. She was like, "Well, you guys got stuck in the morning when the snow just started, and now you try to get stuck again, leaving to go to the bar to get dinner and food." She was like, "Well, you're you guys are idiots for even thinking that you can go do that stuff." I was like, "Well, yeah, you're right, but we got to the house. We thought we could leave the house too." That's a valid point. So y'all y'all got okay. I want to rephrase this. So y'all or rehash this. Y'all went. Y'all got stuck yesterday morning. Then you got home. Then you decided to get out to go to the bar and got stuck again. Just last like night. he said, though, we got to the house. I, I understand, but so I'm just I'm getting this right. So then y'all had to walk back to the house from the tr- stuck trucks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the bar like... makes it sound bad. Makes it sound like we're alcohol. Uh, <laughs> That's the only it, place it, open to eat. <laughs> right. I wasn't judging you for that. I would be at the bar now probably, and I'm not even a drinker. But that would be the place to go. I bet it's having a good time down there right now. I bet it's a happening fucking place right I'm now. I'm surprised Blake and Emily aren't there right now. Well, Emily's at work moving her mouse. Yeah. We uh, we tried to go. We were leaving town to go meet them at the bar, and they're like, we got, we're stuck. So we were going to go get them unstuck. And Emily goes, there ain't no fucking way we're doing that. Not she happening. was right. We did. 
couldn't. So y'all went to the bar, right? That's when you called me, right? Yeah. Did y'all go to the bar last night, Blake? No. No, we just came home. Ah, makes sense. Dinner and and a movie. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) I understand. You know it's just got to be grinding Lawson's gears, though. I mean, he drove up. He's from from Texas. Where it never gets cold. Snow duck hunt on the Platte River, and he's eight miles away from the river and can't do a fucking thing. I've been in these situations before. (laughs) (laughs) I was born for this. I just wish Happy was stuck with y'all right now. Oh my God! Could you? That would that would be that would just be great. That would top everything off. <laughs> oh, if fucking Happy could have been there. What? what oh, oh that's the snow. My hired hand is a half a mile away from the shop, and he can't get any further. See, so he's stuck now, right? That's the ride out. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, is this the mail guy? Is that that hired hand? No, it's Sean. Fucking Sean. Fucking Sean. Um, so did Alex get y'all's lunch prepared yet? Or I'm breakfast? Do what? A half mile is not that far of a walk. It's not, really. <laughs> That's no shit. <laughs> it's not, really. Not when it's you stranded. When it's someone else stranded, it's fucking three miles away. And you said, fuck it, I'm going back home. Sean, <laughs> yeah. Sean. Kind of person that'd be stuck a half mile well not even stuck but just can't get to it a half mile away and he would turn around and go home that's what i figured he did now blake tell me what was running through your mind whenever you you get all the pickup stuck and you're like okay i can i can go a couple hundred yards and i can get this open cab tractor tell me about that walk to the tractor where were what was going through your mind well alex and i both walk we're walking back oh that's good and we're halfway there, and Alex looks at me, and I look at him, and he goes, "We're fucked." <laughs> as soon as we get the pickups out, we're no way we can go to the fucking field, right? And uh, said, at what point do mine and Zach's negative attitude enter your mind? When I was in the tractor pulling trucks out for the third, fourth time, and <laughs> moving around, yelling at Alex, I go, "God damn, these these boys would love this." <laughs> Shaver boys would have got real all, negative, real fast. Um, almost worse than our Milo debacle that morning. Which one? When y'all got stuck and got the Ranger stuck. stuck. Across from the Hearn. Yeah. Oh, that day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't know, though, because, I mean, we just got... I mean, obviously, we got stuck in the field. Yeah, we had a trailer stuck there for three weeks. No, no, no. I mean, like, we could get... We were on the highway. Right. But the trailer wasn't. Well, no, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. It was ball. It was balls deep, about four hundred mm. yards balls off. Mm. I just, I, th- I, I keep thinking back to our time in Oklahoma when we did have winter that one year. Yeah. Jeff and I. It was just Oof. Jeff and I. Jeff got stuck once once a day. Yeah, that's how we made connections in Oklahoma the first time. Jeff would get stuck and he'd have to <laughs> flag somebody down. He'd flag a farmer down, and it happened to be his field. Got to be friends with a lot of people. I'm up here duck hunting, and uh, I need you to pull me out. One day, I just slid, uh, st- I slid off in the ditch. I could see Andy through my binoculars hunting, so I watched Andy hunt for about an hour and a half. And the guy come and pick me up, and he and this is no shit. He backed within 10 yards of my truck, hooked a chain up, and pulled me up. He didn't even have to use four-wheel drive. Pulled me right out, got on the road. Good guy. Become good friends. Hunted on him many times after that. But that's kind of, oh, Josh is having some of that good bacon that Blake's buying for him. Uh-huh. It was uh, 
it was really kind of shitty making that phone call to that farmer yesterday morning. Did you feel stupid? Fuck yeah. Is he a friend of yours though? Yeah, he's a friend. I go, oh rascal, how's it going? <laughs> oh rascal. When it's snowing and someone calls you out of the blue, you know it's something fucked it's up. It's not good. <laughs> oh rascal. He's like, what's going on? I said, oh, I'm just about being a dumbass trying to kill a duck. <laughs> oh yeah? Like you got a tractor over here at this place? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, He's like, well, how do I get in there? I don't think I can get in there. I go, I can take care of it. He goes, well, okay. I just need to borrow your tractor. I don't need you. I need your tractor. <laughs> Thank God for him, though. We would, they'd still be there. <laughs> yeah, Emily would be pissed because she'd have to come pick all fucking ten of us up. Dude, if you talk about the guy when you out in Oklahoma, so during this whole debacle, there's a truck that was parked like. 200 yards down the road while we were stuck in the middle of the road. And he sat there for 30 minutes until we kind of got out of the way. And he just drove right past us and say, Hey, do y'all need help? <laughs> do you know this about the West being nice is bullshit. He didn't even <laughs> offer the help. Blake, did you know this guy? No, I didn't recognize it. He did. He sat there and waited for us to get out of the road and then just hauled ass right by us. Didn't say a fucking thing. <laughs> in Texas, but someone No, he'd have to get put. He'd, he'd be put to work. He don't want to get out in that shit either. He probably had lace-ups on him. He didn't want... Because he, had to be an out-of-towner. Had to be someone that didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. That's not that's not the Nebraska way at all. No, just, they didn't know what they were doing, but they drove right past us fine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why they're dicking around here. We didn't get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's uh, it hasn't been fun. Well, most snow I've ever seen. Most snow you've ever seen. See there, I Lawson. Watched. You were there at an epic, at a historic moment. L- listen, listen to this real quick. This has nothing to do with you dumbasses getting stuck. Did you see Lawson? You may have about the pa- the kidnapping up in the Panhandle of Texas yesterday. Did you see that, Andy? No. Some kid, young, young, a teenage kid <clears throat> was up in the panhandle around Plainview or somewhere, and there were some guys on the side of the road that had a blowout, and he stopped. They kidnapped him and took him to a barn and tied him up. And when he got there, there was other kids in the barn that were tied up, and he cut himself free and another guy free, and they overdid the kidnapper and got out there. And the FBI is in the panhandle right now looking for that barn where all these kids are tied up at. So here's this. I just saw the thing. FYI, we have some friends from Rawls, great parents, and even this is a Facebook post. And have an even more awesome son. He just turned 16 last night in Rawls. He stopped to help someone he thought to have had a blowout. They kidnapped him from Rawls, Texas, which is right outside of Lubbock for people who don't know. Uh, When I say our boy, I, I mean, I love him like my own blah, blah, blah. They tied him up, took him out to a barn between Plainview and Cress. Where's Cress? It's a little town right outside of Plainview. Uh, There were other kids in the barn. He used his pocket knife to free himself. Once he was free, he got another boy free. They overpowered the kidnapper and he was able to get out of the, get out of, get out to his truck and get help. What a fucking mess. What kind of world are we living in though? That's fucking crazy. Uh, Jeff, you say that all the time. It just blows my mind every day. It's happened forever, Jeff. Hey, Lawson, you might want to cut them down to about six. You might be needing to uh, ration those things, okay? <laughs> Start rationing just have, yourself. Just have six. Easy. Yeah. Just have six of them. That's what the Donner Party said, yeah. bud, with their beef jerky. What did you say? Bull to last me. How much do you have? How many Red Bulls do you have? That's it. That's it? That's it. 
Yeah. Fuckers oh never God. think about stocking up. That is a pure bachelor deal there. You open it up. There's some it. milk that's been out for three months, a half a gallon of milk, and that's it. Maybe maybe a, four eggs. But don't worry. We were making fun of all them fuckers at Walmart last night. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these assholes. Blake, <laughs> have they never seen snow before? Fucking pussies. Yeah, that's what they say. Blake, do you have food in your house? Well, yeah, Emily takes care of that. She's a good preparer. Well, good deal. So, so are you going to sh- take the picture of what you're eating for dinner and show it to them when they're stuck still tonight? Oh, yeah. We got eggs and bagels for breakfast. We have having coffee. Listen, Blake, you just said we'd be out by 1 o'clock. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't <laughs> happening. <laughs> He's preparing you now for yeah. when the inevitable comes. In about three days, you're going to tell Lawson, yeah, you fucking pig, you had to eat all them pretzels <laughs> you and shit. You all those pretzels, pretzels on the podcast. Just six. We're going to be at each other's throats in a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> who's getting Nothing eight? makes the trip who's, feel longer than it should be when you got to sit in a fucking house together for two days. Yeah. Who's going to um, eat who first? Who's going to be the first? Who's going to get cannibalized? Alex. Alex, Josh, or Lawson? Alex, 100%. Because Stoner and, and Lawson, they'll kind of they'll, they'll team this up. Yeah. What part are y'all going to eat of him first? You know, they say the ass has got the most meat on it right there. Y'all to be Traeger and his ass tomorrow probably for something to eat. <laughs> A little bit of poppy butt. Yep. <laughs> God. Some cream cheese and poppy. <laughs> I asked Stoner this morning, it's like, you butcher one of them guineas yet? Oh, y'all have guineas? They have guineas in the front yard. Oh, yeah, my landlords da- have them. My dad said that's great food. We also have a couple goose breasts. We're saving those so for when it gets bad. <laughs> yeah, that would be my last thing I'd want to eat also. If, I get, <laughs> if I'm stuck so long a goose tastes good, we are fucking in bad trouble. Oh, we do uh-huh. have... We do have a pile of pheasant breasts in the freezer. Oh, well, yeah, fuck. You're you're so look at Lawson. He's like, what the fuck? They ain't said nothing about <laughs> pheasant. <laughs> I'm eating pretzels. Yeah. I'm eating peanut butter filled pretzels and we got yeah. pheasant in the freezer. This could be an episode of Chopped. You can take some of them pretzel deals and put it around the uh, pheasant and make a good crust for oh, it. Nice little breading on it and we can deep fry it. Do we have oil? Do we have oil? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we have no lard to cook it in. The tractor has been retrieved. All right. That'd be 20. How long until Sean gets a tractor stuck between them? That's going to be the next call. Five, six minutes. Five, six (laughs) minutes. That's the next call. Yeah. Yeah. How long does it take for a tractor to get 15 miles? That tractor, an hour. An hour? Yeah, I bet it'll be driving for an hour. Well, with the snow, probably an hour and a half. In those, yeah, I was gonna say, in those conditions, you still think it's gonna be an hour? Hopefully, he filled it up. <laughs> oh, somebody call him. Somebody Alex, call, call him. Make sure he fills it up with diesel before he leaves the shop. What's wrong with it? I think we're out of gas. Yeah, you dumbass. We don't, we don't even carry oh, diesel at the shop. Like, I forgot to. Hey, Blake, I'm up here. I forgot to fill it up with diesel. <laughs> I'm about a mile from their house. And I'm yeah. out of, could someone bring 50 gallons of diesel, please? Where are you at? Oh, right outside your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. If he's here by 1130, we're going to be killing ducks by 2. Yeah, on oh, yeah. Sunday. <laughs> on Sunday. Y'all have got this all planned out now. Are y'all just going to take the tractor to the field? We might, honestly. See them all hanging on it and shit. It's a cab tractor, so it's not that bad. How many of y'all can fit in it? 
Well, three in the bucket, two in the cab. Hey, you guys, five of you. <laughs> we'll just have a little buddy heater in the cab or in the, in the bucket. In the bucket, yeah. Y'all have got it all God, planned out. Something. I mean, I, I got it. I got it. You haven't executed it yet, but we do. Ha- we do at least have a plan. The Certainly. ducks have won the battle, but we're wagering on war. That's right. The one thing on our side is we're literally there's only like three or four spots that we got to dig out, and then we're golden. <laughs> Can we find your four spots too many? Now, Blake, I want I want to get Emily's perspective on this. Is she hoping that this happens so everybody can leave, or is she or is she happy that this misery has set upon y'all? She thinks it's funny when we go through heartache. Right. right. I can see why. Well, just me. Yeah. I guess just me. Yeah. I understand. Have you done any wedding planning since you've been home? You do have a lot of time now. We can start getting these addresses. We've been doing addresses all fucking morning. See there? <laughs> That's good. What are y'all's hey, colors, Blake? Uh, Blake. Blake. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> blue. 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 Two shades of blue. Hey, it does go do with I your eyes. To, when do I have to get fitted by? March. Uh, March thirty first. Oh no. My. I know that I know that Emily's wedding dress is white. Good, good shows purity. Good What's move. The other colors. What are the Magenta? other colors? Are we doing the red or whatever purple? <laughs> Burgundy. Burgundy. Champagne. Champagne. Burgundy, champagne, and two shades of blue. Right. <laughs> Twilight and Neptune. Right. I can't believe you'd call me out like that, Jeff. I just asked what her colors were. What's... Yeah, you knew what you were doing, asshole. Her color is white. <laughs> I figured you knew. I know her dress is white and my suits are blue. There you Neptune. go. Neptune. Neptune. Yeah. Neptune. Twilight. Twilight. They're wrong. They're not Neptune. <laughs> so this Fuck. is a, so this is a jacket wedding. So I have to wear a jacket and everything for this in August. Yes. That you can wear whatever you want. Okay, I'm wearing. No, shorts. he needs to be in a jacket, Blake. No shorts. Okay, sport coat. God damn, Lawson, Lawson's eating again. <laughs> Kit Kat. He's a grown boy. You are you would not make it on the planes, bud. Wagon wagon spokes broke and like fucking Lawson just eats all of the beef jerky and uses all the salt. Alex is gonna look yeah. real, real good by about six o'clock. <laughs> the way Lawson's eating. Lawson would switch back to refried beans real quick. <laughs> That'd actually sound good with a tortilla. Mm. I just, why would you want to live here? <laughs> I don't. Blake said it's once in a lifetime. It's usually not this bad, Lofton. <laughs> we've been we've been snowed in twice here. We got snowed in yeah. when the we kids were younger, in. and we got snowed in uh, at Christmas one time. We had a blizzard here, about sixteen or seventeen inches. But luckily, we had a house full of food. Oh, how lucky! Like, Emily, okay. take good took good care of the preparation. Imagine if electricity was out, Lawson. It could be so much worse. Yeah, we we got Blake's Netflix account, so we're good. No, but the electricity was there. That wouldn't work either. Need no TV. How, uh, I, I know that. But this is how unprepared Alex is. He has a wood burning stove, but has no firewood. Wood stove. I would like to say I'm shocked by this, but I'm not. <laughs> Same with the guy forgetting to put diesel in the tractor. If this guy called you and was out, I wouldn't be shocked either. Don't just worry, guys. I got, a good, told me. I got a good wood burning stove. Just come here. We'll yep. we'll, we'll make it. Yeah. 
Oh, fuck. Right. I forgot to get firewood. I'm burning the furniture. All we have are these dollar bills in our walls. Why are we going to have to burn them? <laughs> Jeff, do you remember those Shawnisms that we were talking about? Yes. That would be one of the Shawnisms, forgetting to put diesel in the tractor. That's Finally, why I said after something. after two days, gets to a tractor and forgets to fill it up with diesel. <laughs> did, did he have to go back and put fuel in it? Alex? I don't know. Alex texted him. He didn't call him. Of course. His phone's probably not. He's probably not probably paying attention his to his phone. Mm. Yeah, but Alex is the kind of person you'll call him and he won't answer, and then you send him a Snapchat and he replies right away. Right. New age. New age. New age people. That's what that is. We don't we don't understand those people. Mm. All right. Well, you guys enjoy the, the huddling and cuddling. Enjoy the camaraderie. Lawson. We'll um, I'll see you when I see you, bud. Good luck up there and start, you know, maybe with like the thigh of Alex. I've always heard that's a real meaty, meaty part yeah. and, uh, best of luck. Gonna best be, going to be a right. battle Royale between you and Stoner after Alex is gone. So I don't know. I would start thawing. <laughs> I'd start thawing out those pheasant breasts pretty quick though. If uh, killing ducks by three. If we can get out today, then we'll probably see you in a couple weeks up in Deadwood, Andy. All right. I'm oh, that's right. Up. You're going to go up there and get <clears throat> blizzarded in. Yeah, oh, it's supposed be to be awesome. real, real cold that week. So good for you. It's supposed to be real, yeah, real cold. Built for it. And they can't even fucking predict the weather a week out. They thought they were only going to get three inches last time. Got yeah, 18. No shit. The only person for sure getting three inches around there is <clears throat> a certain woman. That's right. Keep moving that Watch mouse. Keep moving that mouse around. That's why she's wearing white, Jeff. Like, the place got to do it twice then. There goes, yeah. there goes, there goes Lawson. <laughs> eating up the fucking rations. Shout out, shout out to Bentley Murdoch for eating half of my peanut butter pretzels. In times like this, we, we need them. He's laughing. Ben He's sitting is, right here ben, laughing Bentley's at the door. standing here watching this. <laughs> Are you He's jealous of them, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> Ben's wearing a t-shirt in the office right now. He says he ain't jealous at all. Well, so is, so is Stoner. Fuck. Yeah. Bentley is not. He is. He is rejoicing in y'all's misery. Yeah. How's my boy Adam? How's Adam? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Pheasant hunted the other day. Done great. Stood right by him the whole time. He's in the house right now. So he's doing better here than he would be in Nebraska. Yep. Don't turn him into a little couch dog. Mm. He already is. Got to keep him active. Him and him and uh, Bentley have been running every morning. So you been running. Running alongside Tony on his bike. <laughs> Running over here to get snacks, he said. Yeah. All right. Y'all boys be safe. We got Love plenty of food here. And stay out of trouble and try to stay warm. And uh, it ain't happening at one o'clock. No, they're going to be out before them. They're going to be shooting ducks by. They're going to be throwing decoys out by one o'clock. That's right. Send me snaps. I want to I want to see uh, the, the Mallard beat down. Okay, will do. All right. Love you guys. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. What a shit show. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is, when I said something about that diesel fuel, I knew that was what was going to happen, though. Yeah, Blake looked at you like, this. that's not out of the realm of possibility. No, that's what's going to happen is that kid's going to forget to get get, oh, get there. Oh, ride right, a diesel. Well, we can get a diesel truck here on Monday. Part of me was, like, really jealous of them. when they Because we all left the lodge at the same time Monday and... Uh, you went to hunt and they went there. I went to hunt and they were they were headed to Nebraska and I was like, man, you know, they're gonna go they're gonna go shoot honkers, mallards. 
So I am a little bit like the women in this situation. So you're you're glad they're fucking miserable. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Because I ben was. Is too. Look at him. Ben's enjoying this I was, this I was like, man, they're going to go fucking have a great time. They're, you know, they were sending me Snapchats from the bar Monday night. And I'm at a I'm at a basketball game. And, you know, they're fucking drinking and having. That's what I was going to. I was going to ask them about the bar. Or Lawson. Um, you know, they're having the time of their lives. And. Don't it suck that we live in a town that don't have a little bar like that? I was a little jealous. And then the next day, um, I was texting them, and then they went radio silent for several hours. And then I started getting Snapchats of everybody stuck. And then you laughed. And I was like, oh, I don't hate this. <laughs> Misery loves company. <clears throat> but now that they've spent two days inside, I, I do hope that they go Shoot some ducks. Well, I'm I, I, ho- I hope that it's worth. Uh, I, ho- I hope Lawson has a really good time up there. Um, I don't want them to be totally miserable, but like you know, this little bit of this little snag. Well, I don't want to see them miserable. I hope they get out pretty soon. They fun. will. That's, they're they're going to get out. That there would and, suck though. Um, <clears throat> it'll be great hunting. So I'm excited to see all of that. But anyway, I thought this would be a fun podcast to do because it has sounded like a shit show up there. They just charged Alec Baldwin <clears throat> in the really? fatal shooting. Yep, involuntary manslaughter. Up that fucker, he goes to jail. I thought. I thought you said that this happened in Kansas. That what they took the Kansas? boys to Kansas? Huh? No. What are you talking about? This kidnapping? No. Mm. I never said nothing about Kansas. I thought you did. No, I said they took him in a barn to somewhere Kansas. outside of Plainview. I never said Kansas. Uh, I'll have to ro- roll this back. I'm pretty sure you did. Throw a flag and go back. It didn't. No. It <clears> was around. It's it. in the plain view. I said somewhere in the panhandle of Texas. The FBI's looking for this barn. It's just crazy that shit goes on like that. It's happened forever. I just, I don't. Well, you know why? Because we don't shoot people. What about Ed Gein? Who? Ed Gein. Who's Ed Gein? He is the guy that they made uh, Silence of the Lambs about. He's Buffalo Bill, basically, from Silence of the Lambs. What about him? Well, he happened in the 50s. I'm not saying this, just, but it's getting more common shit like this now. There was weird so. fuckers a long time ago. But I don't think so. I, th- I do. I don't, think, you it's always any, say I don't that. think it's any more common now than it was 50, 60 years ago. You just didn't hear about it because you could get away from it. Or you wouldn't. It, people would just do this and then they'd leave town. There was no big traffic in the kids like this <clears> now. It's more and more prevalent all the time. I disagree. I dis- I disagree with your disagree. Wholeheartedly But what disagree. they should do is, if you started putting a bullet in these fuckers' heads, if you get caught child sex trafficking, and they would just shoot you between the fucking Well, we don't know that this was sex trafficking. Why they have a bunch of people tied up in a barn? I don't know what they were going to do with them. But Maybe he was going to start cutting limbs off. I don't he know. He may have. But if you'd start shooting these fucking people, people quit doing this shit. I'm telling you right now, if you, if you, if you do a violent crime against someone, they ought to kill you. I don't disagree with that, but... And if they do that shit, people would stop doing it. It's real simple. You get caught trafficking shit across the border, and they shoot you between the eyes, next guy's going to think twice about doing that shit. You know, you hear people all the time, well, he was out for murder and stuff. How the hell do you get out of prison for murder? It's overpopulated because of a bunch of petty shit. What's petty shit? What do you think's petty? Drug charges. You think that's petty? So if you're trafficking a kilo of cocaine, that's petty? No, 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 no. There's a bunch of people that are in prison for... Small drug charges. Not very many. <clears throat> Back in 1973, maybe. Today, no. 2023, no. Mm. Most of those people are out now. 
Now, if you go 10 times in a row for doing petty shit, eventually it's not petty no more. If you get caught selling pot on the corner 10 times in a row, they shouldn't let you fucking out no more. You're breaking the law. You know? Now, if that's going to be a crime. But if you're, if you know, meth, you shouldn't be fucking all out all the time. You get a chance to get out, you go back and you fuck up again, they can leave you there. I'm looking at the statistics here. Okay. So I'm not going to find it in time. But but there's people out all the time that do all kinds of shit. Kidnapping, rape, murder. You see it. You hear about it all the time. He was a convicted murderer. So what do murderer. we need to do? We need to build more prisons? No. Start shooting fuckers. If you kill somebody and you murder someone, they ought to shoot you. What should, what should you get shot for? Because I just, told, I just told you that prisons are overcrowded because of drug charges. So you we're said gonna, petty. We're going to keep all of the drug dealers in prison. Mm-hmm. At what point do we start shooting people? Because we can't fit any more inmates. If you have a longer than 25-year sentence, I'd shoot them. Just shoot them. Yep. What if you get arrested at 18 and you've got this chance at getting out whenever you're 33? Hey, you shouldn't have done it. And maybe be a productive member of society when you get out in your early, early should have, 30s. Should have been smarter if you got a 25-year sentence. America is at 103.9% of its prison capacity. Start shooting people. They have some empty beds. But it's because everybody's in there for small shit. Some people are. What If someone attacked your kids, do you think they should get out of prison? No. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the reason that we're overcrowded is because we're hanging on to people for too long. Well, they broke the fucking law. That's that's the problem we have. No bail. What about tax evasion? Should you be in prison for tax evasion? Should Bertie Madoff be in a maximum security prison? Is he dead now, maybe? They should have shot him. He was going to be there for 100 years. It's a waste of time. You're not going to get out. There's but the, he did a nonviolent crime. He should still be shot between the eyes. Why waste our time? He should be shot I'm, for the shit he did. I'm yes, not, but I'm saying yes, they should have killed Bernie Madoff. Life sentence. If you get a life sentence, they'd kill you. Make it life. Why'd you get a life sentence? Why spend the money to keep someone in prison for sixty years? Kill them. Well, I don't understand it either. But that's the way that the system is. I mean, if someone gets caught peddling meth <laughs> and they get a ten year sentence, five year sentence. I've got no problem with them serving their time and come back out. They get caught a second time doing the same shit then that's bullshit. There has to come a time where we stop letting people out of fucking, or we, we just keep them, just lock them up, just shoot them. I mean, there, there, there comes that time. You know? I know I know a guy from Wichita Falls that bashed a, a lady's head in with a bat. Mm-hmm. He's been in prison for 27 years. He's going to be there for 60 years. <clears throat> shoot him. You're wasting money. Um, <clears throat> the, res- the recidivism rate is, astronaut. I just saw it, but I can't find it now. Um, Maybe the time in prison is too easy. Do you think that might be the yeah, case? Make put them on work chains again. <clears throat> prison stuff. should be prison. It shouldn't yes. be this country club where we've got. Because we had a guy that we know, and he said if you're going to get arrested, you need to go to federal prison. So if you're looking at state charges, uh, go a federal crime. Go steal some mail or something, and and go to federal prison because there it is relatively much easier than state penitentiary. So. I mean, I don't know what Bernie Madoff set off was, set up was, but I mean, I'm sure he got but, but satellite he, television. But he was in prison for the rest of his life, and I think he died in prison, and he should. He should have died the for day one. If they give you a hundred year sentence, life sentence, fifty years, sixty years, three life sentences, sentences running concurrent. Fuck it, just kill him. Yeah, he died in 2021. But that's but that's we we the. 
It's all screwed up. See, these people in California know now that if they steal up to $700 worth of shit, they don't even file charges on them. So they steal $650 worth of shit. Right. I saw a picture the other day of a guy going into a <clears throat> Louis Vuitton shirt store with a bat and a bag, and he busted up some shit, grabbed stuff, put it in his bag, and just walks out. Nobody does something to him. Well, you know what? If you shoot that motherfucker, the next guy will think twice about doing it. Drug, okay, so I've got the statistics here. Drug offenses make up 45% of inmates in prison. Uh, extortion makes up 4.6%. Homicide, kidnapping, 3.2%. Immigration, 49 Uh... So anyway, most of your most of your charges, most of the people that are in prison are there because of drug offenses. Yes, but it's not some guy just selling a petty bag of weed in the corner. Most of those people are bringing in meth, fentanyl, stuff like that. So if someone brings in a bunch of fentanyl, should we just let them go? I think you should send them back to the country that they were bringing it in from. Make it their problem, Okay, not ours. someone selling fentanyl in town, in, in Abilene, Texas. A, 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 a white, Cracker White Joe, Cracker Joe White. Selling fentanyl and, and and what do you do to him? Weapons make up twenty one percent. That's got to be somewhere else. But there there, that at? there has to come a time where you quit fucking making it easy on these people. Put them all on a work gang. If you go to prison, you know it's going to suck. I, I went to school. It should suck. I went to school with the guy who got a bunch of DWIs. He's mm -hmm. he, he's dead now. He was a funny guy, friend of mine, really good friend of mine. I really liked him, and um he died. But anyways, he was in prison for like his third DWI. He was in jail, Archer County. He was sitting under a tree while the guys were working, and they were sweeping and mopping and cleaning. And the guard come over and kicked him in his fucking leg. He said, "You get your ass up, and you, and you start uh, hoeing these this field right or these this bushes right here and hoeing." He goes, "Fuck you." He goes, "I'm in jail." He goes, "I don't work when I'm out of jail. I damn sure ain't gonna work while I'm in jail." <laughs> and 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 that, but that's what he did. But he's not gonna work. You know, right. but that's the problem. If you made jail miserable, but guys know that they're hungry and they're, they're it's cold. Winter's coming. If I can go do something, get put in jail, at least I'll be warm for three months and I'll have something to eat all the time. Well, you know, we got to make it prison miserable. Like life. When you watch that show with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, mm -hmm. them fuckers are on a work chain all day long. Right. You know, is it inhumane? No, it's work. You know, if you want something inhumane, don't get caught. You know, that's the key. If you don't want to get, don't do something, don't get caught. But there's a lot of things. Yeah, some guy selling $100 worth of pot on the deal, he shouldn't be in prison for 10 years. I agree with that. But how often do we let go before we have to do something to him? Do we let him get caught 57 times? It's scary sometimes, some of the people's rap sheets, how many times they've been arrested. In our little town, we've got people that's been arrested 10, 15, 20 times. And they go to jail for a month, and then they're back on the streets doing the same shit again. Well, what do we do to change their minds where they don't do this shit? What happened right here? <clears throat> That's a that's a chart of incarcerations. Well, we have a lot more people. People were we don't have we don't have that many more no, people. No, people. It's were up two hundred percent since uh, over the last five hundred percent since the last forty years. But so that takes you back to the eighties. Okay, you want me to tell gotta, you it's it's got to be Reagan's uh, you, war on drugs. No, you want me to tell you what it is? Two parent families, right there. Fuck yeah, that's what happened. That's when you start going to these numbers. That's when we started going to single parent homes all the time. It's actually no down since two thousand nine. No respect, no nothing. We peaked went, out and we peaked in two thousand nine. Yeah, look how what it is now. It's way down. It's 1. down a third. Million. It's down a third from one point six to one point two. So it's not really a third, but twenty five percent, twenty percent down. But that all this trend from nineteen twenty five, people it was embarrassing to get in trouble. Your family was they, you know, people fought better as stuff. I and mean, when we stayed right at a hundred thousand people in pr in prison, basically until nineteen what fifty eight, we doubled basically in seventy five. There's two forty, uh, in forty 
in 30 years, we added 100,000 to the prison population. But, but we stayed, as our population's then, the, the percentage probably is pretty close up until 1971. Because there wouldn't, I, I'm going to tell you as a kid growing up, you didn't hardly know anybody that went to prison. Right. You very seldom knew someone that was in prison. And prisons, most prison sentences were five to 10 years back then, and people worked hard in prison. They didn't want to go back to prison. That also, people go back all the time. One in seven people in U.S. prisons are serving a life sentence. There you go. You can knock down 14% of it right there by shooting all of them. Um, are you against that? If you're in life prison. What is uh, – now, when you're in prison, if you're serving life, how, do you get an unlimited amount of appeals? You're, you're in for life. You're not going nowhere. I'm you sure can you appeal get, it. I'm sure you get three appeals. You get three appeals. I'm, that's what you get for a death sentence. I don't know about life sentences. I would say after the third appeal that, yes, you should be put to sleep. Okay. That's but much. what's the difference? I don't understand why the legal system would differentiate between we're going to keep you in here for however long you happen to live versus let's just put a needle in your arm. Because some states don't believe in that. They don't <clears throat> want to put people to sleep. So in Texas, is there? can you serve a life sentence in Texas? People we have the death penalty. Probably 14% of our population in prison is in life sentences. But why? I don't understand that. I because don't understand. People don't think it's heinous enough to give them a death sentence. But we're just going to let you waste away in I, this cage? Yeah, because a bunch of fucking attorneys are involved and people are getting paid. But yes, they should. They should fucking put I, them to I, sleep. I think that if, if you are serving a life sentence, I think you should go through the appeal process. If you are still found guilty after all of your appeals, then yeah, you should be put to sleep. I agree. And I think most people would be that way. I know a couple of people that are in prison for life for murder. And they'd be better off if they'd have done that 20 years ago to both of them. Um, and I know a lot of people have been to prison that are great people now that have learned, but they did their time. They served their time. And they weren't in there for life. No, they no, were in no, there no. for whatever the hell they're in there for, but they did their time and they did it and stuff. And, and, and the ones I know will tell you, they don't want to go back to that motherfucker. Right. But they also had lives outside of prison. But these people here, a lot of these people don't have any other life. That's their life. They go to jail every three weeks, you know? We got people in town. You say, where's Jojo at today? Oh, he's locked up again. He's in County. He's in Abilene. He's in Taylor County. He's in Wichita County. You know, he's in Tarrant County. And then he'll be back. And then three weeks later, where's he at again? Oh, now he's at Big Spring. You know, they go back and forth to jail all the time. And they don't think nothing of it. And most of those people, you know who they blame? The system. You know? And just like that deal that said four times black use or four times more. Um, bigger chance of them going to prison. Well, you know what? That's you know it, it starts at home. You know, but we need more mom and dads raising kids. That's our biggest problem we have right now. The United States, the U.S. spends eighty-one billion dollars a year on mass incarcerations. So, what's the answer? We can't let people out because you see what's going on in California and New York right now, where they have this cashless bail system. You get arrested, you spend the day in jail for fourteen hours. They let you out without any bail because so there's nothing to there's nothing to hold you there. More than two million Americans are incarcerated. This is according to two thousand one. This PBS article. So we could we could knock that down by fourteen percent right off the bat if they're in there for life. How many does how many people does America have? Eighty. What three hundred million people. Three hundred million people. And we have how many in jail? Two million. Two million. Two million people in jail, and thirty and and two hundred eighty thousand of them are on debt life sentences. So we can knock out 10% or 14% of our cost right off the bat. And, and and I'm sure there's someone right now that's in prison that got in trouble in 1975 for having marijuana on them that's fallen through the cracks that should be out of prison. 
And there's probably a lot of guys like that in there. I, that, and that's that we need to fix that problem. But we can't just let people out of, you know, we just can't let people out because it's a little crime. I mean, for certain crimes, you, if you're if you're pulling a bunch of fentanyl or meth over the border, they ought to put you in prison for 10 years. You know, otherwise we'd all be doing it. Let me ask you a question. If someone told you you could bring five kilos of cocaine over and they're going to give you $100,000, and if you got caught, you're going to go to jail for a month, would you take that chance? Um, I'm searching for what, what was the question. If, if, if someone said, Andy, if you'll take five pounds of cocaine and you'll take it from Mexico City and you'll take it to Phoenix, Arizona, and we'll give you $100,000. No, because that's a hamster wheel you don't get off. Oh, hold on, hold on. And the penalty, if you get caught, is only go to jail for three weeks or four weeks. That'd be a risk a lot of people would be willing to take. A lot of people would, but I also know that there's no end game that is a good end game. I'm not talking about that, that part of the that. deal. I'm talking about how many more people would do that if there wasn't no sentence to them. If you got caught and it was just three weeks or four weeks in jail, and you know that you're going to get caught every third time or fourth time, but you're still going to make a couple hundred thousand dollars each time you do it, you're going to keep doing it. There's no reason to keep you to not do it. Right. You know, that's why we have prisons to keep people from doing shit. Anyway. But that's that's my thoughts on all that stuff. How we got there from Nebraska to this, I have no idea. Anyways, it's on those kids that kidnapping shit. If they done something oh, to stop right. this, that that's just that's just scary as shit. The way that they, and and I w- I'm curious to find out how this story plays out. Why these people are getting kidnapped? And was it all was it all teenage boys? Was yes. it a mixture of people? So I mean, um, obviously he had a. That's why I don't stop for people, Jeff. I know you don't. I'm a good looking kid. Like you know, I I could be I could be the face on the milk carton. Well, I'm, unfortunately, maybe I'll be one of them that's on there because I do stop all the time. I to don't help think people. you met this guy's demographic. No, probably there's right. middle age yeah. husky white fella tied up. Yeah, just some fat guy in overalls <laughs> over there. I got let's tie him up. Could you? So here's another. Like, could you imagine being tied up and you see one kid get free and he cuts loose one person? And not you. Cut fucking me. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm the one right here. Come get me. Get me. Um, and it said they overpowered the guy. I'd beat the fuck out of that dude and get everybody else out of there. They overpowered the fella. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, that kicked it nobody's fucker. thinking clearly at that no. point, but once he's on the ground, you'd kind of figure, well, we've got him where we Well, need I hope him. they catch the other, I hope they find the other people and I hope they, I hope something happens. <laughs> it's a horrible life. I'm telling you, that's just sad. That's scary. But that's kind of, how about the poor fucker that wakes up at some bar, wakes up, he's in a bathtub with ice and his kidneys are gone. Yeah. And that shit happens all the time too. All the time. All the time, locked up abroad. I've seen it. I'm gonna watch that. Uh, there's a show coming out right now where a lady does an interview with guys that uh, is an organ harvester. Really? Yep. That'd be interesting. It'd be a real interesting deal to how I- those people black market sell that shit. You know, Walter Payton had a chance to buy a kidney or something, he liver or whatever he needed a transplant of. Should have done it. And well, he didn't do it. He said it wasn't right for him to go above people because he could pay for it. So here is an article: over a million people. This can't be right. This says that a million people are incarcerated in the U.S. for marijuana. I bet that's a biased. And how that can't be right. Well, it, it depends. Are you talking about? Well, they just said that, that that would be half. They just said that two million right. people are incarcerated. Right. Well, that could be, but um, could, half. But could you imagine? But but here's the deal on that. Are we talking about a guy? That's just driving home from Colorado and stops and gets arrested with something. We talk about that guy, or are we talking about someone bringing over five pounds of marijuana on their back? There's well, and another thing that I'm difference. wondering is if they just threw on the marijuana charges 
along with something else. Because be. I can't see that half of the inmates are in jail for weed. No, but there's this a, has to be like a biased article is what I'm saying, but I don't have time to sift through this article right now. You know, they say the Chicago violence, <clears throat> is a, lot, a lot of that's over marijuana. Really? Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what this fentanyl craze does because that's the new thing now. And that's what the big Sonola cartel, that's what the big Mexican fight's over right now is the fentanyl. Not according to one guy. Well, according to one guy. One guy just says that this Sonola thing is doing a power grab, and they they do not have El Chapo's mindset of let's keep peace and not draw attention to us. It is let's cause as much chaos as we can right now, kill as many people as we can, and then we'll take it over but, through but, fear. But that cartel is big in the fentanyl business, big time. That's what they've done now. They've transformed their whole business into fentanyl. And it's that Sonola, Mazzalon, Cabo, that area over there is where it's all at. Uh, what's the other name? Cali? It's not Cali. There's a name for it. but it's the, Mezcal. No, 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 no. I don't know. There's a town over there. But anyways, that's where all that shit's coming from. But it's the El Chapo area over there. But it is they, they, they arrested his son, and when they arrested his son, it's all went to shit. I told you when we were in Puerto Varda last year, a guy told me, that the guy that was our driver, he, he told me, he said, yeah, the cartel's everywhere here, but you're safe here because they do not want to mess with tourists. They don't want to mess up the tourism here. So he said, they don't mess with tourists. He said, they do not. He said, if you get if you mess with the tourists, they catch you, they're going to take care of you themselves. Well, that I all shit may be So right here it now. says, this is according to opistreatment.com. I don't know where they got their statistics. Over a million people are incarcerated for in the U.S. for marijuana, most for simple possession charges. Uh, I bet you that's con considering the people is, that are in jail at the present time. Whether you're locked up just for a day or two, I bet that's everybody. I bet that's what they're doing. This is more. This is more than those who are in federal prison for murder, rape, and other violent crimes on the federal level. I'll, I'll bet you that's if you took Miami Dade and Dallas and all the big <clears throat> counties and the guys were arrested. Every single little podunk charge. Yes, that's arrested and they're going to make bail later that day. Or and I bet you marijuana has got a lot to do with it. Right. I tell you what, you can, when you watch shows like Cops and all that stuff, it's crazy how many people they pull over. It's got smoking pot in their car. Yeah, I watched the game where Lone Star Law there, and he pulled up on a guy, and the guy was fishing and was smoking pot, and he could smell it. Yeah, so who knows? All right, let's get off here. Yep, about to have hunters coming. So thank you everybody for listening. I uh, hope this was entertaining, and uh, pray for our guys stuck in Nebraska. They were last seen headed north. <laughs> Go check out our sponsors. Go check out Dive Bomb Industries, Pacific Calls. Listen, it is uh, snow goose season just around the corner. They got a great snow goose call, and it's not too early for turkey season. Boss Shot Shells, Mossberg, Gundog Outdoors, Shin Gear Waiters, Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Podcast, The Hunt Proof App, Alf Outdoor Specialties, Bangtail Whiskey, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Dirty Duck Coffee, Double T British Kennels, and Ducks Unlimited. We got to do a football. <laughs>